And welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, May 28th, 2014. I am here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live video broadcast and interactive chat every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Also, visit the website at WDWRadio.com for the weekly podcast, videos, blog, uh, Walt Disney World trivia books, audio tours, mobile app, events, newsletters, so much more going on there. Again, you can find everything over at www.radio.com, including my brand new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World. It is available now in print and pretty much every digital platform. I want to thank you guys for such wonderful reviews over on Amazon and iTunes for 102 Ways. For example, Teresa Passmore left a review the other day and said, this is now a Disney must-do, and I recommend it highly to Walt Disney World pros and newbies. I love having tips for every phase of my vacation, from planning to when I'm actually there. Again, you can find the book over at Disney102.com. All right, let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. Again, today is Wednesday, May 28th. That means after literally years of waiting and watching this mountain grow out of the center of fantasy land, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train opened today. I want to know, have you had a chance to check it out yet, especially if you're a Florida local? I know there was a lot of, lot of people in the parks today. I had a chance to ride it a few times. Um, during the media preview a few weeks ago, and, and what I like to describe it as is it's a wonderful three-act play, right? And I think it's really sort of the quintessential Disney attraction because that first act, which really begins even before the attraction starts because the queue is beautiful, go in the standby line. There's lots to see and lots to do and lots to play with in there as well. But that first act is kind of like a, an easy slow coaster-like experience that I think that you really get to enjoy and appreciate that roll and that pitch and that yaw of the very unique ride system. Again, you get some great views of Fantasyland as well. The second act is when you're inside the mine. It's that classic Disney dark ride. Pay attention very carefully to what you hear. Listen to how they rearrange the music. The audio animatronic figures are beautiful. Lots to see. Lots of re-rideability just going through that mine itself. And then when you come out, that's the beginning of the third act. It's a little bit more of a thrill ride type experience, but still accessible to everybody in the family, including kids. It, to me, is more like Big Thunder Mountain meets Expedition Everest. My tip for you, ride it at dusk. It is absolutely beautiful to get to see all three castles, really beautiful views of Fantasyland. And that final act, that final scene is that payoff, right, where you get the witch and the dwarves and sort of a tribute to the original classic Snow White Scary Adventure attraction. Uh, again, I think this is, it has all those elements, right? The characters, the stories, the music, the accessibility. I very much analogize it to Radiator Springs Racers out in California Adventure. That's the only other attraction that I really kind of felt this way 
about in terms of a beginning, middle, and an end with that sort of final payoff. It's a short ride. It's about two and a half minutes, but the nice thing, too, is that everybody in the family can ride it. If you've ridden it, do me a favor. Leave me a comment in the section if you're watching on YouTube or tweet me at Lou Mangiello. Let's go from Fantasyland to Downtown Disney because Downtown Disney has not just one, not two, but three new restaurants that opened, and I'm all about the food, as you know, an old favorite, Wetzel's Pretzels, reopened on the west side. Right next door to that, Haggadahs also reopened that kiosk location. And Starbucks now opened its new location by the world of Disney and the downtown Disney marketplace side. A couple of things to know about this one, though. There is no indoor seating. There's a, full, there's a full drink menu, but there is a limited number of items on the food menu itself. When I hear three restaurants, I think breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You tell me. What of those three, uh, Wetzel's Pretzels, Haagen-Dazs, or Star Wars, which one are you most excited about? Tweet me right now, at Lou Mangiello. Let me know which of those th- new three restaurants are you most excited about. For me, I think it's Wetzel's. I-, I have an affinity for my Wetzel's Pretzels, and there's something about having one in downtown Disney. They just taste better there. All right, let's go from inside the parks to something that's coming to Walt Disney World later this year because today D23 announced that there is even more as if it couldn't get any better there is more Disney talent announced for the D23 Destination Disney Attraction Rewind November 22nd and 23rd at Walt Disney World it's presented by H2O Plus it is going to take place like I said this time again back in Walt Disney World it's going to bring together Disney archivists and Imagineers and legends and celebrities to celebrate Sort of a, a retrospective look at things like adventure through inner space, space, adventures through inner space. If you had wings, I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Lots of rarely seen concept art, video clips, lots of stories from the people who were there, who were part of these attractions. Additionally, there's going to be a full day of presentations dedicated to Disney's contributions to the 1964-65 World's Fair. And who's coming is truly a who's who of Disney celebrities. So legends include Charlie Ridgway, Ron Logan, Bill Sullivan, lots of Imagineers like Marty Sklar, Bob Gurr, Alice Davis. And there's also going to be a new uh, slate of current Walt Disney Imagineers taking part of the event. So Gary Landrum, you might have heard his name. He is a show awareness producer. Uh, He also archives and preserves the history and stories of Imagineering. Jason Grant, he's been on the show before. He's an art director. His projects include New Fantasyland and the Magic Kingdom Storybook. Dave Minichello, an executive director uh, who's also an art direction, guided the, as aforementioned, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train and Pam Rollins is a show producer whose projects include Animal Kingdom and Epcot Millennium Celebration. Also, there's going to be a special exhibit designed by the archives, Pleasure Island Rewind, an evening celebration themed around downtown Disney. I totally am digging that. And a pop-up shot from Mickey's of Glendale. Lots of stuff right from Walt Disney Imagineering that you could buy right here in Walt Disney World. Again, it's going to take place in the convention center over at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Tickets are currently available to D23 Gold and Silver members, and tickets will be available starting today to free members at a slightly higher price, and everybody gets a special as yet 
uh, unannounced gift. More details about the program and tickets and lots more can be found at d23.com slash event. And obviously, they're going to have more schedule announcements uh, in the coming months. And I'm going to have somebody from D23 come on the show, talk to us some more about this event, which I have been to every time on both coasts. And as much as I love the expo, which is sort of that every other year, huge sort of trade show gathering of all things Disney. I really am a big fan of the Destination D events. They're smaller. They're more intimate. They really focus on the things that we as Disney geeks, and I say that affectionately, these are the things that we love, the history and the people and being able to sit there and listen to stories in an environment that you they make you feel as though you're sitting in their living room and they're just sort of talking, not off of a script, but about their experiences with Walt and creating attractions. And these guys are, are like everything Disney does, such fascinating storytellers. So if you've never been before and you can get down here in November, by all means, please join me and other D23 members. I am absolutely going to be there again for the Destination D Attraction Rewind. I am very, very excited about this one because I'm all about the theme parks. Again, visit d23.com slash events. And if you're going, tweet me or Facebook me. Let me know. Love to get together with you guys while you are there. All right. So we've already covered the mine train. We've covered food, two of my favorite things. We've covered Destination D. We've got the trifecta. And now to bring things full circle in terms of my Disney geekdom, we're talking about, of course, Star Wars, because the force is very, very strong over at Run Disney, because they just announced another transportive race weekend, the Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend, presented by Sierra Nevada Corporation at the Disneyland Resort. This time it's going to begin in Disneyland January 15th and run through January 18th, 2015. This is the fourth Run Disney race scheduled for 2015 in Disneyland. It's going to join the Half Marathon Weekend, the Tinkerbell Half Marathon Weekend, and of course, the recently announced and also oh very excited for Avengers Superhero Half Marathon Weekend, which I will absolutely be at and absolutely be participating in. Like those events, there is something here for the little kids to Jedi Masters. There's kids races, a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. And if your midichlorian count is really high, and now you see why I never dated very much, you can actually do the two-race challenge. If you want to do the 10K and the half, you get a special commemorative medal for that sort of rebel challenge. So there's also a bunch of events like the Health and Fitness Expo, the pre-race party, characters. Again, a great combination of family, fitness, and Star Wars kind of fun. Now, let's get to what it's going to cost. The half marathon, if you register by July 22nd, is $195. The Rebel Challenge, the 10K and the half, is $320. The 10K is a buck oh five. The 5K is $70. And the kids' races are $20. There's also a Wookiee welcome party for $99. And you could also be a member of the cheer squad. Now, Registration is going to open on June 10th at rundisney.com. Look, this is obviously going to be something that people have wanted and hoped for for a long time. It is going to be a huge, instant monster hit. And if the Avengers is any indicator, that sold out in less than two hours. So this is sort of par for the course now. Plan your day. Call in sick from work. If you're still in school, you may want to <clears throat> fill up a cough that morning if you want to get in. 
because again, it is going to sell out very, very quickly. Now, a lot of people, when this was announced, were tweeting me and emailing me and Facebooking me and messaging me like crazy about a lot of different things. A, it's Star Wars, so the geek factor went way through the roof. But one of the things, too, was really about the timing of this attraction and the location. So first of all, I think a lot of people expected a Star Wars-themed race, but we expected it maybe in Walt Disney World. A lot of people speculated that maybe it was going to replace the Expedition Everest Challenge. It would take place during Star Wars weekends. It seemed like the perfect fit, the perfect marriage. Now it's going to be in Disneyland. But the interesting thing is that it's one week after the Walt Disney World Marathon and right after the recently announced and I believe sold out Castaway Key Challenge on the January 12th sailing of the Disney Dream. So, assuming that money and jet lag and exhaustion was no was was no um, object, technically, you can do almost all of them. You could do the marathon at Walt Disney World. You hop on the Dream on the 12th, bang out your Castaway Key 5K. Now. The Dream doesn't get back into port until Friday the 16th, around 7.30 in the morning. The marathon weekend party in Disneyland begins the night before with the, with the welcome party. The 5K does begin at 5.30 a.m. on the 16th. So theoretically, because of the time difference, if you could get to the airport or your private jet fast enough, you could possibly make it back for every single one of the events. That, if, I, if my calculations are correct, that's 13 medals in about a week. So in Walt Disney World, they've got the six medals, this 5K, 10K, the half, the full, the goofy race and a half challenge, and the dopey, that's only about 50 miles. Castaway Challenge is going to give you two for the Castaway Key 5K and the Castaway Challenge if you do anything in Walt Disney World. Then you jet set out to Anaheim, you get five medals, the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, the Rebel Challenge, and the Coast to Coast. So that's 13 medals in a week. You're going to need a bigger boat or wall for all of your medals. Some people are saying you're also going to need a second mortgage as well uh, because, yeah, it is a lot. And I think, you know, in sort of trying to dissect the choice of when and where to do this, I think this really is not meant to be for somebody who wants to do get all 13 medals in a week. I think this is really meant to appeal more for the California residents or people on the West Coast or maybe people who can't get out here for a marathon weekend. They want to give them something really exciting as well, too. Um, I, I know a lot of us would like to have seen this here in Walt Disney World. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring a Star Wars one here as well. But the thing that I, I'm curious about is... Which one of these new Disneyland races are you most excited for? Is it the Avengers? Is it is it Star Wars? Is it maybe still, are you, you know, now it's almost as a purist, is it really uh, the, uh, the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend? That's sort of still, that is the hallmark event for uh, all the run Disney events. You know, do you want to maybe do it all? I would love, now people in the box are saying, uh, Beatrice Feeding is saying the adventure, the Avengers. Some people are saying Star Wars. Yeah. So if you did all of them, it would be about 80 miles in a week. And, and I know some people do that in a weekend. Um, Jimmy Styles says he's going for the Avengers because he's in it. Some people are saying Avengers, Avengers. So some people are saying, too, this is a perfect fit for me because I can't get to Florida because I'm in the military. Not It's not as easy 
to go to Florida as it is to pull off a weekend in Anaheim. So that um, I think that is why they chose to put this race when and where they did, not in obviously trying to see if people would have to choose or try and do all of them. A lot of people still really uh, seem to be very, very excited about the Avengers. Pokes1613 says the Rebel Challenge he's down with. And I wonder if people who are watching now are maybe less excited about Star Wars because they've registered for all these other races. Because you're maybe doing the Walt Disney World Marathon and or the Avengers Marathon, this is just not one that you are able to do to add to that list. If somebody is planning on doing all 13, I would love to hear from you. And if not, tell me, what race are you most excited for? What are your thoughts about the Star Wars weekend, uh, the Star Wars marathon weekend out in Disneyland in January? Do me a favor, tweet me. I am at Lou Mangiello. Or come to Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. You can comment there or... If you are listening to the recorded version or watching this on YouTube, come to YouTube, leave a comment there. We will certainly keep the conversation going. Also, if you aren't catching this live, please join us every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern right here at www.radioandlive.com. Next week, we have a very, very special guest who's going to be joining us on the broadcast, Ridley Pearson author of the Kingdom Keeper series of books. And oh, by the way, a New York Times bestseller is going to come back in the box with us live. We can chat with him about Kingdom Keepers and you guys can ask ask, ask him questions as well. Maybe we can convince him to come and run a race dressed up as a Kingdom Keeper. Who knows? And again, visit the website at www.radio.com. The, the book can be found over at Disney102.com. Please come by, leave your comments and your reviews over on Amazon and iTunes. Those are very, very helpful, very much appreciated. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. You can find everything at www.radio.com. Hopefully, I will see you guys in the box because you are the box people. I will see you guys here same time next week. So until then, thank you so very much for watching. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya.